Okay. Uh, occasionally, there are things I'd really like to preach on, but there's, they just don't quite fit in. And so, um, before we finish our Sunday morning thing on Psalms, we're going to take a look at one that I would never be able to preach as a morning service. <clears throat> but it's fun to do. And some of the Psalms are really unusual and fun. And this is one of them, Psalm 134. We're going to look at Psalm, you see it's only three verses, see, so can't talk very long. <laughs> uh, but it has some very interesting things about it, and uh, we're going to read through it once and then back up and think about it out loud. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. All right, so that's all there is to it. It's a little short song, and uh, <clears throat> it's the last in a series. All right, there's a series of Psalms starting with number 120 going through 134 called the Songs of Degrees. You heard me maybe comment on these before. There's, they're what I'd call a traveling song. When you travel, you sing a song, right? Everybody sing when they travel? Yeah. They did do it where I go, they're singing, all right? <laughs> we always sang in the car on vacation, sang, sang all the time. Everywhere we went, we just liked to sing. And these are songs that are actually written, the purpose of them became that we sing them as we're traveling in particular, traveling to church, all right? And so they would go to Jerusalem, and every male Jewish person had to go three times a year. You were required to appear at the temple in Jerusalem three times a year, all right? Three specific dates. And so what they did was they collect their family, and wherever it is, you start walking. Most people walked. All right, now Jesus, we have actually recorded that Jesus and his family walked from Nazareth to Jerusalem. Probably a four-day walk, all right, if they could go 15 or 20 miles a day, maybe a little less than that, sleep on the road somewhere, all right, and then get going again. And what happened is that uh, everybody in Nazareth said, well, let's all go together. So it was like a national camp out every time, three times a year they go. And what they would do, sing songs along the way. And the closer you got to Jerusalem, the more you're going to sing these songs. And uh, they're going to be songs to help you. And if you look at some of them, uh, uh, you'll see one that says, uh, uh, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, Psalm 122. And of course, that's where they're going. They're all going to church. So they walk and they make these national trips from every little town all over uh, Galilee and all over Judea. And they're traveling into Jerusalem, all right? And so they're singing these songs as they go. And this is the last one in the list. And so it has a 
pretty specific uh, purpose. All right, now if you, I'm, I'm not an artist and everybody knows that, right? You all know that. But uh, if you were to come into Jerusalem, there's mountains in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built among these hills and mountains. And you have uh, Mount Zion, and then you have a road that travels east out of the city walls, and you go up on top of the Mount of Olives. All right. And so, when uh, on top of Mount Zion is the temple. Right? It's right on the top of Mount Zion. And so, when you're in Jerusalem, you're down here, and you can't really see up on top. All right. And so, these people are getting ready to go home. They've been there most of the time for a whole week. They go walk down three, four days, stay for a week, basically camping out in Jerusalem and with friends and relatives and so forth. And then it's time to go home. So the last day they're going to get up early. They got a long walk and they're going to walk up out east, up out of the city, up onto the Mount of Olives. And there's a point up on the Mount of Olives here where they can look over here at the temple and actually be a little bit above it. So they're looking down into it, all right? And so uh, early in the morning, they're making the last trip out and they're gonna sing this song. Now, look over at First Chronicles, First Chronicles. Because they have something pretty unusual here that you don't see this anymore. <laughs> but they did then. They, this is the way they did things. And it was highly likely that it was David <coughs> who organized what we're about to look at. All right? Now, the Levites were the tribe whose job it was to work in the temple. Whether they were the high priest, whether they were helpers in the temple, making sacrifices, or they were lighting the candlesticks. While they were doing, they all had jobs. And, and a whole bunch of them were assigned a very specific job. So 1 Chronicles 9, verse number 33. And these are the singers, chief of the fathers of the Levites, who remaining in the chambers were free. That is, they didn't have to work in the sacrifice. Sacrifice is hard work, all right? You're dragging around dead cows and stuff, all right? It's hard work. But it says they were free from that. He said they were employed. Uh, these are the singers, chief of the fathers of the Levites, remaining in the chambers were free, for they were employed in that work day and night. And so this particular family of the Levites, and it's a family unit, and there's a reason for that, they were singers, they were musicians. And you'll see David, like we saw today, he assigns this to the chief musician. These would be the people that would get that music. And so they are professional singers. Why are they families? Because everybody 
maybe not everybody knows, but you should understand that families are formed the same from here up. Okay? And so we sound the same. Right? And so it is natural when you're related to somebody that your voices will blend. Right? Now, a lot of times you're not related to somebody, your voices don't go together. They don't blend. But when you are related, uh, it's easy for voices to blend because we're all made the same. I mean, you know, Levi looks something like some other guy I know. Because right? he's made the same. All right, and so his voice has a similar ring to somebody else. All right, and that comes from being related. So these people were related, they were the master singers. And they were divided into groups, and some of them were there singing all day, and some of them were there to sing all night. All right, what's going on in the temple at night? Nothing's going on. The gates are locked. When nighttime comes, everybody, okay, folks, you got to go now. And they go out of the temple and they lock the gates up, all right, and they close the place down for the night. And so you want to know why are they singing in there in the night? Who are they performing for? What are they doing? Right? Some of them are standing on top of the wall around the temple. And so there's people up on there. And you're walking up the Mount of Olives early in the wee hours of the morning. And you start with, what's the first word in the psalm? Behold. Tells you something. What does it mean, behold? It means, hey, look at that. That's what it means. Behold means, hey, look at that. All right, and so as these people are coming up out of the city, they look over at the temple, and it's still dark. You can see a few torches here and there, and here's these guys up on the wall. All right, it's nighttime, middle of the night. And so what do people do who work at night? Find a place to sleep. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people tell me, I used to work at night and, such and, such, and I had this little spot where I could sleep. Yeah, okay, all right. And, and that's kind of uh, the idea. Nothing's going on. What are we doing? Well, this says, behold, hey, look over there. There's them singers. And they're going to sing in the nighttime. I would love to have heard it. I would love to have heard it. A group of men all related to themselves. There's no women singers. They're all men related to themselves and so that they all blend perfectly in harmony, standing and singing in the nighttime. Oh, boy. That's something I would love to hear. All right. Well, these people are going out of the city uh, here they look across, and there they are, standing on top of the wall. Hey, look at that. Look at those guys over there. Bless ye the Lord. Hear me over there, ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. So they holler over. Hey, bless the Lord. 
Now, what does that mean? If I say, God bless you, you know what that means, right? God's going to do something for you, and God's going to bless you. What are you going to do for God? Interesting question. What are you going to do for God? Take a look over at Matthew chapter number 5. Let's define first what it is when God blesses you. All right? Now, that's not what the psalm said. All right? Psalm said, bless the Lord. Well, we can't quite figure out how to do that. And so, let's see what it means when God blesses you. In chapter 5, called the Sermon in the Mountain, we have a list of things that all begin, verse 3, 4, 5, 6, and all four down the list, you'll see blessed is everyone. All right? Or people are blessed, they are happy. All right? So, happy people. And that's, you can put the word happy in on any one of these, and it works. You say, like, uh, blessed are the poor in spirit. Or happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. There are people, he said, who are depressed by nature. They feel downtrodden, sort of. They are defeated kind of people. And he said, here, I want you to be happy. You're going to heaven. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. It's hard to be depressed with that. That's a blessing. Makes you happy. Look at the next one, verse 4. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. You want to be happy, and you're mourning, and you're sad. So we can fix that. We can bless you, make you happy, and you'll feel comfort inside. All right? And people who have lost loved ones uh, who are Christians should understand that one real well. Verse 5. Blessed are the meek. For they shall inherit the earth. These are meek people who are afraid and timid and scared of life. And God says, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There'll be some day when the whole world belongs to you, you meek people. Verse 6, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. And he said, if you're really hungry for God, you have a desire for God, who's going to fill that desire? It's going to be a wonderful thing. Right? You're going to be happy. All right? <clears throat> Verse 7, blessed are the merciful, they shall obtain mercy. If you treat somebody with mercy, you're going to get it back. That should make you happy, all right? Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. What do you get for behaving yourself and keeping yourself right with God? You get to see Him. You get to have a face-to-face experience with God. And that's worth make you happy. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God. All right? And the peace is a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful thing. I love peace. I love it at home. I love it in church. I love peace. And he says, if you make peace, you be that kind of person, 
and then we're going to be like God. All right. So this is how you are happy. God does something that fits your desires, whether you're hungry for mercy, hungry for righteousness, uh, hungry for comfort, whatever it is you're hungry for. He says, I'll give you the thing that you want and you'll be happy. I'm going to make you happy by blessing you. All right, so now what does it mean for you to bless the Lord? Make him happy. What do you got to do to make God happy? So they're hollering over, hey, you singers. Bless the Lord. Sing and make God happy. And what's that going to take? Well, if you're a peace-loving person, that's what you want. Mercy loving, all right? Those are the things you want. All right, so what do you think God wants? What do you think God wants? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Right? What do you think God likes? He loves to be loved. He loves to be loved. He loves to be cherished. He loves those things. So when you're singing up there, I want you to sing a song that pleases God. And it will be a real help for you in your life if you say every day, God, I want to please you today. What can I do to please you, God, today? I want to be like them singers up there. They're hollering over, hey, say it. Bless the Lord. Say something that God will enjoy. And those are the things. God certainly enjoys uh, being thanked, right? I mean, go through a list. Count your blessings. See what God has done. You know, do you have to make a list? You really have to. We try to make lists at Thanksgiving time because we're twisting your arms and say, be thankful, come on. You have to make a list. Your head must be running through constantly. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Last week at the baptism, I could just say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I say thank you all day long for everything that happened. There's so much to be thankful for. Go outside and look at the sky. Yesterday morning, the sun was coming through that window, shining in that window, beautiful. Sunrise, thank you, God. Thank you, God. You can say things to God that he loves to hear. All right, he loves to hear. But there's a tendency in the human heart that we're kind of out of view, out of sight. We're working at night when everybody else is sleeping. So we don't really have to work at this. So if you're in the nighttime singer crew, don't worry if you're a little out of tune. Nobody's here to hear you. Oh no, that's not what they say in verse two. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. So hey, you singers up there, just cause it's night, we want you to sing something that will please God that he wants to hear. And so uh, while you're at it, don't be a stick in the mud. Don't sing like this. 
I go to churches sometimes when I'm visiting a church and I think God must hate the music here. <laughs> he must, right? It's like this. <laughs> you think God likes that? He hates that. Come on. Sing, he says. Shout, he even said. David says, shout. Come on. Get with it. So these guys on the wall, they think, eh, night crew, take a nap. No, 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 no. They say, don't you dare. You praise God. Matter of fact, you bless him. Tell him something that he loves to hear. And while you're at it, get them hands up in the air. I want in your music in the middle of the night enthusiasm. That's what I want to hear. So you guys that are singing, don't think you got the night off just because you're night singers. Says David, I'm sure, wrote it. Says, get them hands in the air. Sing like you mean it. Like you're reaching up to God. And you say, well, nobody's here. God is there. God is there. Sometimes the best time I have here when I'm by myself, behind that piano. I love it. God is here. Right? Sing. Think like you mean it. I have this enthusiasm. And God loves that kind of enthusiasm. And so here's the people walking up out of the city, and, they, and you can barely see. They get to the point in the hill on Mount of Olives, and they can see, hey! Behold, look over there. Hey, you guys, let's hear one. And we don't want no little sloppy, lazy job. Get them hands in the air and bless God. And so the people on the wall are going to answer back now. What are they going to say? That's verse 3, all right? Verse 1 and 2 are the people that are looking up, seeing the night singers on the wall. Uh, verse 3 is what they answer back. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of thine. You guys, because you support us, because you're behind us, because you want us to do our best for God. Because you don't say, eh, it's the night singers, who cares what they sound like. You expect something from us better. Because you want that. Then we're going to say back to you, the Lord that made heaven and earth. That's a powerful God. He's going to bless you. Or he's going to make you happy. And so we'll sing and we'll bless God. And then answering back... We're going to make you happy. God's going to make you. But it's very specific. It's very exact. Lord bless you out of Zion. I love that. You know what that means. He says, where's Zion? Well, that's the Mount Zion where the temple is. Mount Zion. All right. He said, the Lord's going to bless you out of Zion. Or that is, you want to be blessed, get to church. That's it he's talking about. He said, we want to, God wants to bless you. He's going to, the God who made heaven and earth really knows how to make you happy. And here's what it's going to take. You got to get to church. He bless you out of Zion. Or he's going to come where believers gather and bless you there. That's where it's at. That's where the blessing will come.
And I can tell you by my own experience, there's nothing more true than that. We went through COVID and people disappear for various reasons. And it's just not the same. You gather into God's house. And because you're here, he blesses you, makes you happy. Out of Zion, in the church, that's where you go for the blessing. And so that's a pretty neat little song, huh? More than you think, isn't it? As they're climbing up and hearing the singers, telling them, come on, sing. And those guys say, oh, we will. Are you ready? Here we go. It's exciting the music, that's David telling singers and telling all Christians, do what you do with enthusiasm and then do what you do in church. Bring that enthusiasm to church and there feel then that God is going to make you happy because of that. Right. What are you doing to make God happy? It's a good question. All right. What's God going to do to make you happy? Hey, he made heaven and earth. He can do whatever he wants to make you happy. So it's a little psalm that would normally be skipped over because it's a little psalm. But it's got a lot of good in it. Thank you.